Today's podcast is sponsored by the Christ for Disciples podcast. I'm Pastor Paul Steinberg, son of a Ken and father of five sons. Each weekday on the Christ for Disciples podcast, I apply God's word to raising the next generation. Take 10 minutes each weekday to listen to the Christ for Disciples podcast and get direction and gospel power to disciple the youngest generation. Subscribe to the Christ for Disciples podcast by going to ChristForDisciples.com or searching on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and whatever else. ChristForDisciples.com. You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. This is the place where young men come to learn what it means to be a man after God's own heart. To gird up is an ancient way of preparing oneself for hard work or a battle ahead. And our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers working hard to be the men that God created them to be. So roll up your sleeves, gentlemen, and gird up. It's time to get to work. All right, gentlemen, welcome to the Gird Up Podcast and YouTube channel. Of course, my name is Charlie Ungemachen, founder and curator of Gird Up. Super glad that you're with us. Welcome if you are new. If you are new, you need to know this is the place where young men learn to be the man that God created us to be. If you're not new, welcome back. Thanks for being a supporter. Thanks for being a subscriber. And I hope that this is doing great things for you and in your life. If you are not subscribed yet, you need to subscribe right now whether you're on YouTube go down click the subscribe button and the like button if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify make sure that you subscribe right now so you get all the new content and if you're only on Apple Podcast or only on YouTube or only on Spotify recognize that you're missing out on some of the content that we're putting out not everything we put out as a video ends up on the podcast feed and not everything that we put out on the podcast ends up on the video feed so on YouTube so make sure that you're subscribed in both places so that you can get everything that we do also, please, if you can, consider donating or being a part of the Gird Up Podcast. Help me support the stuff that we're doing. I'm spending more and more time doing this because you guys need it and you want it. And I know that it's helping a lot of guys. I hear it all the time. That's why I keep posting those awesome reviews and things on Instagram. So if you can help, you can do one of three things. You can either donate on Patreon. You can just Go to the website, click on the Patreon link, and donate there. You can buy us a $5 cup of coffee on the website. There's no actual cup of coffee. You donate $5. Or you can go on the website and you can buy a Gird Up t-shirt and about 50% of the profit or about 50% of that uh, is profit, and it goes right back into the podcast and helps us get better equipment, travel, uh, find better guests, all that kind of thing. Um, all of it helps. I mean, like, some of this is all jerry-rigged set. Like, this is just a spot in my house that I do this. So all, all the money that comes in helps us pay for the hosting and, uh, I mean, the legitimate coffee that we drink and, and the travel to go to interviews and things like that. All that costs money, and you guys are helping to fund that. And the more fun we get the more uh, cool stuff we can do but today is a good episode man you saw the clickbait I hate my parents I think most kids at some point in their lives say the words ah I hate my parents although I'm not actually sure I ever did say that I don't think I ever said that I think more often I said things like I'm so sick of my parents I'm so tired of my parents my parents are driving me nuts and they did my parents are awesome I had wonderful lovely parents but there are a few times when I was a kid that my parents absolutely 
drove me nuts. And now looking back, I realize most of the time my parents were right. But I also recognize that not everybody has the wonderful, awesome, amazing parents that I did. I hope that you do. I certainly do hope that you have wonderful parents. But again, like I said, I recognize that not all parents are excellent. And so I want to talk with you about what to do if you have a terrible relationship with your parents. Um, and the first thing we're going to do is establish why the relationship with your parents might not be very good. And, and before I go into these things, recognize that first of all, it might not just be one thing. It might, I'm going to give you four possibilities that might be causing a bad relationship between you and your parents and recognize that it might be more than one thing, or it might be a combination of a couple of these possibilities. And also recognize that you might not always be right about what the issue is with your parents and, and things change over time. And as relationship changes, the issues that are causing a bad relationship might change too. So before you go and do anything about the relationship that you have with your parents, I want you to pray over it, think over it. If you're watching this video, you probably are a Christian who does genuinely want to follow the fourth commandment, who wants to be respectful of their parents, who wants to honor their parents, but you're just struggling with the fact that your relationship with your parents isn't what you hope it would be. I mean, we that's one of the gird up principles, right? The idea that... Paul teaches young men to be submissive to authority, to respect authority. And that definitely <laughs> includes my parents. So that's something we want to be able to do. It's hard to do that when we have a bad relationship. And there's four possibilities, I think, four reasons, four possible reasons why you and your parents might not be getting along. And the first one, just frankly, is the truth. Your parents might not be very good at being parents. Now, this actually happens more often than most people realize. There's a lot of people that even think that they're good parents and they're not. And I'm not necessarily saying that your parents aren't good. I'm saying it's a possibility that your parents aren't very good at being parents. And that doesn't even mean they're not good people. It just means, again, they're not that great at being parents. Um, it's entirely possible that your parents just aren't good at this whole parenting thing. Sometimes as kids, it's easy for us to forget that our parents are people too, right? They have all kinds of baggage just like you and I do. Um, whether it's dreams and desires that they never actually fulfilled. Um, and, and of course, if they have dreams and desires they haven't fulfilled, they probably actually are pretty disappointed with the way that their life has turned out or it's a, it's possible, or at least, you know, like they might be thinking about the things that, that they did want to do, the dreams they do have that they've given up for the sake of their kids or for their family. And that can affect the way that they interact with their families. And so it's important to be patient with them. Um, it's also possible that they're just not good parents because they've been hurt or wounded and they've either become very very angry about that woundedness, um, about that injury that's been done to them, or they're just terrified that they're going to get hurt again. So they're afraid of rejection. They're afraid of confrontation because those confrontations, those relationships haven't gone very well. And now they're worried that your relationship with them is going to go the same way. And so they just check out or they get really angry and blame everybody and everything and get bitter at the world. All of these things contribute to the fact that your parents might not be very good at being parents. There's also, frankly, a chance that your parents weren't really fit to be parents or they weren't really ready to be parents to begin with. There's no uh, criteria that parents have to go through in order to become parents. It's usually more of a moment of passion kind of thing um, than a real genuine plan. Even when parents are married, when they have their first couple of kids, they don't always have a great idea of what parenting is going to be like. They don't really have a great understanding of what it takes to be a good parent. Um, and they oftentimes find themselves really unprepared to be parents in the first place. And when you're already losing a game, when the game starts, it's really hard to catch up sometimes. There's no concept competency tests 
or uh, minimum qualifications required to become parents. Any two people can become parents if they want to. Um, there's also no law or rule that forces parents to get better at parenting as they go on or to maintain a standard of good parenting or anything like that. Like As long as your parents aren't physically or sexually abusing you, there's not a very good likelihood that anybody is going to interfere on your behalf and make your parents behave better. Um, and if you've just got parents that aren't very good or didn't want to be parents, they're just not good at this, it might just be the reality that your parents are crappy parents, okay? That's only one possibility, though. Second possibility is that you and your parents are just different people. <laughs> God creates all kinds of very special and very different people. Every single one of us is built just a little bit differently. For example, my dad and I, very, very, very similar human beings with some very glaring differences, right? And we get along well, we communicate well, but every once in a while, there's a little bit of a hitch because we don't, we're not identical. We don't read each other's minds, right? And sometimes we have to work through that a little bit. Sometimes two people don't, just don't get along very well, and it's nobody's fault. Um, all personalities are different, so not all personalities jive. Not everybody sees the world the same way, and not everybody communicates the same way. And there might not even be like a sin involved that's making everything more difficult. The reality is that because we're sinful human beings, we don't always get along the way that we should. Sometimes it's hard for us to communicate with each other. It's hard to get through to each other. It's hard to understand each other and the way that each other behave or to get a read on each other. And parents are no different than anybody else. They're human beings too, and sometimes they just don't get what's going on in their kids' minds or in their kids' lives. And sometimes the opposite is true, where kids just don't get why parents are the way that they are. They're trying to understand and they just can't, right? So possibility number two, your parents are just different, okay? Possibility number three, it's a very real possibility that your parents are actually right and that you are living in sin and you need to change the way you're behaving. We've all got blind spots. And we hate to admit the fact that we have blind spots, but it's absolutely true, and every single one of us does. And it gets even harder to admit those blind spots or realize those blind spots when we're young people who are going through puberty and there's hormones everywhere all the time, and sometimes I don't even know why I'm doing what I'm doing, right? Um, we're growing up and we tend to think that we know more than we do, and yes, I know that you know that you tend to think you know more than you do because you are failing all the time. So don't be cocky, don't be arrogant, recognize that you don't know everything, and recognize that your parents have experienced things that you haven't experienced, and that sometimes your parents can see what's going on in your life better than you even can, and your blind spots might be way bigger than you realize. Our parents love us, they've already been through most of the things that we're going through, there's very little that is new, there's nothing new under the sun. Ecclesiastes says there's nothing new under the sun, all of it's happened before. Your parents have seen most of the things that you're experiencing, they know how to deal with them or they have an idea of how they want you to deal with them and they might just be wanting you to miss out on some of the pain and struggle that they went through because they didn't have a wise person showing them the way. In fact, if you are anything like me, <laughs> I know that when I get really, really angry, especially at my parents or somebody in my family or somebody that I love, like my best friends, if I get really angry at them because of something they said or because they corrected me or because they pointed out a sin, it's usually because they're really, really close to the truth and I don't want to admit it. Like I knew that it was going on and I didn't want to admit it to myself or I'd been making excuses and now I realize just how bad it's gotten and I get really angry when that gets pointed out because my sin lashes out and like tries to protect me and I... I don't want to hear that I'm not living the way I should live. I don't want to hear that I'm not the man that I thought I was, that I'm actually a failure, that I'm actually not as good as I thought I was, that I'm not actually a hot shot. 
and that hurts and I get really angry about it. And sometimes it takes me a couple of days or a little while to realize or to understand, hey, actually the people that are talking to me are right. I'm the one that's wrong. I'm the one who's misbehaving. I'm the one that needs to change my attitude. Um, and I'm the one that's sinning and they're right. And that's definitely a possibility. So possibility number one is that your parents are actually just bad at being parents. Possibility number two, your parents are just very different than you and you're having a hard time communicating with each other. Possibility number three, your parents are actually right and you are wrong and you're living in sin and you need to change it. Possibility four is that both you and your parents are wrong, that neither of you is 100% right. You might not be 100% wrong either, but there's a possibility, a very, very strong possibility that both you and your parents are sinning and that's what's causing the challenge here. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that, right? More wickedness and evil, more sin, more frustration can't drive out darkness. Only light can drive out darkness. It's pretty likely that if your parents are misbehaving or your parents are very good at being parents or your parents are living in sin, then you're probably living a very similar way. If your parents are bad at being parents, you're probably not very good at being their child either. If your parents are living in sin, you probably got some sin in your life too that's going on that you need to address. If your parents aren't very, you know, aren't doing the whole thing that they're supposed to be doing. You're probably not doing the whole thing you're supposed to be doing either. They go together, okay? It's worth it to consider the idea that both you and your parents are in the wrong, and it's only going to get worse, and the challenges are going to get only going to get harder unless one of the two parties, one of the two of you, recognizes that darkness is just driving more darkness and breeding more darkness and puts an end to the cycle, Okay? When it comes down to it, you and I have very little, actually we have no control over what our parents do and who they are and how they behave. We don't have control over our parents, but we do have control over ourselves. And even though a lot of times we like to make excuses and claim that somebody else made me do something, it's not true. You get to decide how you act and behave. You get to decide what your attitude is. You get to decide all those things about yourself. And so if you are having an issue with your parents and you want to improve your relationship with your parents, you are the one, the burden is on you to make things better. So you, okay, you can't control them, but you can control yourself. So here are some ways, I'm going to give you four ways that you can make your relationship with your parents better, okay? Building a better relationship with your parents. Number one, you can make their job easy, okay? If you make your your parents' job easy, your relationship is going to get better. Most of the time, parents are really tired and really frustrated with their kids because they either don't know how to deal with the kids or the issues that are coming up, or they never realized just how hard this was going to be. They're surprised that it's become this difficult, or they're just plain old tired of having to deal with you every single day. You're not always easy to deal with, okay? And I'm not making experience ex excuses for bad parents. I'm just pointing out the fact that kids aren't always easy to get along with, and if you really reflect on that, you can recognize that that's true. And so sometimes we all, by this age, need to understand the fact that people interact with each other and mirror each other, right? So you and I, when we talk to our parents, our parents will oftentimes mirror the attitude that we bring. So when we come to our parents and we're sweet and we're kind and we're helpful and we're gentle and we enjoy our time with our parents, our parents are going to enjoy that back. But if I came up with my parents with an attitude, they're probably going to come right back at, at us with an attitude. Is that right? Not always. Is that fair? No. Is it sinful? Probably. But the reality is that as sinful human beings, our parents are often going to mirror the way that we behave. Now, someday, when you're a parent, you can change that. If you're a parent watching, it's a good idea to watch your attitudes and watch the way you behave and make sure you're not mirroring your child's bad behavior. 
But if you're a kid, you can't change the way your parents behave, but you can change the way you behave towards your parents. So don't, when your parents... When your parents are interacting with you, be pleasant, (laughs) be the kid that they like to deal with, right? Make their job easy and life is going to get better. You can make their life easier by listening, following directions, helping around the house, staying out of trouble. And as you do these things, your relationship is going to get better. Okay. Um, I always tell kids, there's a big difference between loving someone and liking someone. Your parents love you and you love your parents, right? I should have laid that baseline down before I ever started talking. I know you love your parents, and your parents do love you. You might not always like each other very much, but you do love each other, okay? And that love is a foundation of a relationship that's not going to go away anytime soon. You're stuck in your parents' house until you're 18 years old, all right? And you probably are going to want your parents to be in your life after that. So you need to fix this relationship. You need to make this relationship better so that you can have a good relationship with each other. All right. And so if you want your relationship with your parents to get better, you need to change your behavior. Okay. So that your parents have a more pleasant time raising you. Be a more pleasant kid to raise. Okay. Number two, you need to learn to communicate in your parents' language. Yes, you probably both speak English, but that doesn't mean that there isn't a language barrier. Okay, Everybody communicates differently. Everybody has different ways that they communicate. And that doesn't always mean... I'm sorry. Like you and your parents aren't always communicating on the same level. right? Um, especially if you and your parent have different personalities, you're not always going to communicate with each other very well. If you're super introverted and your parent is super extroverted, they probably are frustrated that you're not sharing anything with them because they share everything all the time, right? They're spilling their guts, and then you sit there like a bump on a log and don't say anything back, and they wonder, why doesn't my kid like me? Why don't they share anything with me? Well, maybe you're just a quiet kid and they don't understand the way that you communicate. That's fine. But you're going to have to learn to speak a few letters in their language, right? Sometimes you might have to open up and share with them and talk to them about what's going on in your life because they're not going to ask you. You need to recognize that and you need to communicate appropriately, okay? Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you're super extroverted, your parents are really introverted, and you're just driving them nuts when you talk all the time. Or maybe they're listening and they enjoy listening and they just don't share very much, okay? So get what you need from them. Find a way to get what you need from them. Maybe you need to ask them questions. Maybe you need to ask them about their life. For example, if mom is super busy with work all the time, it seems like she's just working all the time, even when she's at home, she's thinking about work, it's already on her mind. Why don't you ask her about it? Ask her about what she does for a living. Ask her questions. Ask her about who she works with. Ask her about her day, how her day went. Ask her specifics about her job. Ask her what she wore to work today, whatever. Communicate with your parents. Ask them about things that they're interested in. Ask them about the things they care about and learn to communicate the way that they communicate and you're going to get better at it, okay? Make an investment. Um, and, and you also have to make sure that you're being selfless about this as well. Okay. Sometimes your parents just give or receive love differently than you do, or they've forgotten what it's like to be a kid and they just don't realize what you need. So invite them into your world, often to join the, offer to join them in theirs, because the better that you know each other, the easier it's going to be to communicate. And again, you need to be insist- selfless about this. Don't just insist that they do what you want them to do, that they join you in your fun stuff, but join them in theirs as well. If dad really likes being out in the garden and mowing the lawn, you probably need to go out there and spend some time in the yard with dad, right? If mom is always working on her arts and crafts and it seems like that's more important than you, it's not, first of all. And second, 
go join her in her arts and crafts. Even if you hate arts and crafts, go join her in it. Go be with her. Go communicate with her. Spend some time with her. Put an investment in. You might discover that you like it. And even if you don't like it, you're at least going to have a better relationship with your mom. Okay? I personally am not really big into personality tests and things like that, but that could come in handy too. Uh, if you can convince your, I mean, if you're watching this again, you're probably a teenager or older. So it might not even be a bad idea to convince your parents to do like a personality test or a love languages test or something like that. And you're going to like a strength finders test or something. And you're going to be able to understand better, like how each other communicates or how they, how you share love with each other and that kind of thing. And the more you know about each other, the more you understand how each other ticks, um, it's going to be a little bit easier to work with each other and understand what's going on. It's going to be easier to communicate. Okay. So number one, make their job easy. Parents with easy kids have easy relationships with their kids. Okay. Number two, learn to communicate in your parents' language. Your parents might be very different people than you, so learn to speak a few words in their language. Learn to be a little bit more like them so you can communicate with them better. Number three, you need to be the initiator. Again, you can't control anybody else. So don't wait for mom or dad to decide that they want your relationship to get better and then put in some effort. Don't say, I'm going to wait until you try before I try. That's just petty and sinful and it's only going to make the situation worse. Okay? You can't expect there to be a moment of victory or like realization or whatever where everybody goes, oh, you were right the whole time. And then you hug each other and you cry and everything gets better and you never have any other problems again. Or a moment where you put in the work and now all of a sudden communication happens and you never struggle again. Guys, this is a process that will take a long time and you're dealing with sinners. Both you are a sinner, your parents are sinners, and not everything is going to go well. Not everything is going to go as planned. Not everything is going to be easy. All right? If you have a bad relationship with your parents, if you really don't like your parents very much, it's probably because there's been a lot of poor communication and a lot of bad behavior going on for a long time. And when things go on for a long time, it often takes a long time to fix. So recognize that it's going to take a while to heal and things are going to get better overnight. But you still need to try and you need to recognize that since you can't control anyone else, it's likely not going to get any better until you step up, you take a leadership role, and you start to move the ball back to the center and start having a better relationship with your parents. Finally, the most important thing you can do if you don't do anything else the most important thing you can do is get your family into the Word. God's Word is the one resource that can change absolutely everything. There's, of course, no guarantee from God that the moment that you believe in Him and start living your life for Him, that things are going to get better. He actually promises the opposite. But people who love Jesus, who are in love with Jesus and want to follow Him, are also going to do what He commands them to do. And God commands us to love our neighbors as ourselves, and that includes the people around us, right? That includes the people around us. So if we live in humility as the Bible teaches, we love each other as our neighbor, as we love ourselves, as Christ loved the church the way that we're supposed to, then relationships are going to get a lot better. And even when there are rough patches, when we do have miscommunications, when we do have bad behavior, when we do have to be corrected, it's going to be a lot easier to confess our sins and then forgive each other when those situations come if everybody's rooted in the Word of God. Okay? And I know, again, that you don't have control over all these situations as kids. But 
you can do more than you realize. Mom and dad, if you're if you're a Christian kid, you probably were raised by Christian parents or parents that are Christian to some extent. And so if they've introduced you to Jesus, they at least find it valuable. And if you're asking them to help you be more involved in the church, more involved in devotion, more involved with God, they're probably going to support you in that. Right? And they're also going to um, start to grow in faith as well. God promises that we're two and three gathered together. There he is with them. And he will be working on all of your hearts and he will be helping all of you to grow and be better and be stronger. Okay, So if you're not going to do any of the other things that we suggested, make sure that you at least get into the word so that you can love each other the way you're supposed to. All right. So the four things you can do to make your relationship with your parents better. Ready? Make their job easy. Okay, Easy kids have easy relationships with their parents. Number two, learn to communicate in their language, especially if they're very different people than you and you're having a hard time getting through to them. Learn to communicate the way that they communicate. Okay. Number three, be the initiator. Don't wait for somebody else to make things better. You can control you and you can't control anyone else. So you go out and you start making things better. And finally, and most importantly, spend time with Jesus and try and get your family to spend time with Jesus with you. If you love Jesus, there's a good chance your family does too. Bring them along with you. Even if your family doesn't love Jesus, if it's important to you, your family will likely be willing to be a part of it in some way. So bring your family closer to Jesus. The closer you are to Jesus, the easier it's going to be to love each other. I love you all. If your parents, take this in mind and help work on those relationships with your kids. If your kids someday recognize that you're going to do these things as a parent, and right now, don't get frustrated with your parents. Understand they're sinners too. Not everybody's always good at being a parent. They don't always know what they're doing. So be patient with them. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Be patient with each other. Love each other. And go be the men that God created you to be. We'll see you next time. On behalf of all those involved in producing, recording, and publishing this episode, thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. We hope it helps you along your journey to be a man after God's own heart. Be sure to check out the Gird Up channel on YouTube. There you will find many podcast episodes just like this one, but you will also find exclusive video content geared at helping you be the man that God created you to be by introducing you to other godly men, teaching you how to behave, study, dress, act, eat, and live like a man of God, and you'll find devotions to help you grow in faith. Please consider supporting Gird Up Ministries by donating on Patreon, shopping in the online store at girdupministries.com, or by making a $5 cup of coffee donation at girdupministries.com. Those donations help us make more great content just like this for young men just like you. Make sure that you like, follow, friend, and subscribe to Gird Up and our guests on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Those links are in the description. And as always... We will be praying for you on your journey. Blessings, men. Time to gird up and go be the man that God created you to be.